so we're kicking off the second podcast of the year with some pretty dragging sludge there really sort of filthy stuff there from a band called Koza who are from Tennessee Pete you found this one but like yeah it's just amazing really isn't it yeah I like it's got a lot going on a lot about it and well you know it's like you say it's got that ugly like dragging sludge sound which we'll always like there's a lot more going on in there this song and across the album which listen to the whole thing it really is you know it's something there's these like occasional stoner rhythms there's like today is a day intensity took me ages to put my finger on it and maybe this is just something i hear but bits of like impetus era clutch you know like that really early clutch kind of kind of jolting aggression of those you know a mile away from where they are now but you know for the really early days and all of that put together is kind of what makes it exciting and fresh for want of a better word for something that's so spiky and scuzzy and angry it, it really does sound does it's not just another sludge album but as happy as i would be for that it is you know it has got all these kind of you know almost slight noise rock uh, mindset to it and yeah it, it's really impressive yeah what i really like about it is the vocals kind of mimic the the sort of sludginess and the strangeness of the guitar it, it, it's got this weird slacker vibe to it as well it's not just kind of like distorted guitars someone screaming a really sort of chugging kind of drum pattern or anything it's just it's got something about it viscous kind of quality to it really really impressed by this so as ever we've got nine amazing tracks for you that we've handpicked this week from things that have been sent through the email or through Bandcamp. Again, like we, uh, we we try to pick things that have either just come out or are about to come out. And this one came out, um, sort of this next one, came out the 28th of December, so just right at the sort of tail end of the year. But yeah, it, it's, it sort of really struck me as quite interesting. So the band is called Zeit, and they're on Shove Records from Italy. We played another track from uh, Shove last week, but um, had to include this one as well. To me, it's got a daughter's kind of quality to it, or that kind of chaotic metalcore sound to it, but it's, it's got a bit of sludgy stuff as well going on. What did you make of this one, people? Yeah, I like that, and I like the fact it's, I, it, there's a, a little bit of screamo in there, there's a bit of cursed, I heard, you know, those bands, something of all of that. What I found was it is utterly kind of breathless. You know, it's so frantic, and the end of it, I can't remember how long this song is, a couple of minutes, you know, two, three minutes. I found myself, as soon as it finished, like take a breath in because i'd obviously kind of held that in it, it was just so intense and so you know everything out there you just get caught in its headlights and yeah brilliant yeah really really interesting so i think they've um they've done a really limited uh, vinyl release of this just 66 copies so uh, if you want to get to shovrec.vancamp.com you can pick this up uh, it's just a self-titled album by a band called zeit and uh, we're going to play the opening track which is the embassy
So the end of this month marks the return of one of our favourites on the podcast, The Body. I think after so many collaborations, I think they've, they've kind of said they wanted to get back to what they did best, which is kind of like the rumbling, not doom sound, but certainly an unpleasant sound. I mean, Chip's vocals um, are kind of like the hallmark of, of The Body, and they're here kind of front and centre once this sort of begins. But I mean, you picked this one, but I think I might have anyway, Pete, because obviously we're, we're huge fans of this band. I, yeah. I thought the... Um, the start of this really sounded like Blue Jam uh, samples from uh, like Chris Morris's old uh, sort of late night radio station. The sample they've got at the start just it's haunting and yeah. <laughs> kind of a little bit surreal, a little bit uncanny. For him to come out, you know, obviously this must have been written and recorded throughout last year. They had the Thou MSC. Uh, there was a couple of other uh, splits he did last year, the, the, and not splits, co- collaborations. I should say. I mean, yeah. You know, they've become incredibly important, I think, in terms of extreme music. They, they almost kind of, this figurehead, the evidence of kind of these two, what say two key facts. One is that extreme music can be made without kind of being like black metal or death metal. This, you know, this just sounds so out there and pushing boundaries and pushing how intense music can sound and how extreme. And also how like extreme music can, can contain um, like emotion, even even when it's when even when it's really out there. This is just them this is going back to the extreme sounds you know obviously it's still laced with electronics and it's that mixture and you're not quite sure what instruments are going on but it's amazing stuff it's beautiful stuff we received the album through to our emails you know like advanced promo which you know lucky enough therefore to have heard in advance and i just kind of sat bewildered all the way through it um and you know i was going to wait for the wait to play something near the release date but this is the pre-release single and it's my favorite song on the album but to be honest, the whole thing is amazing piece of art. Yeah, I mean, I think they're very good at creating an atmosphere. They've almost created their own narrative in terms of what they do, that they're almost a bit legendary and, and there's all sorts of kind of respect for this band from other bands and other musicians, I think, as well. So, I mean, my, my abiding memory of them in recent times, I say recent times, is more than a year ago now because gigs haven't happened. But they played Supersonic Festival in 2019. The half an hour, 40 minutes they played was... It, it seemed so short, but it was just enough. It, it, it sort of didn't outstay its welcome, but it was mm-hmm. very. I was almost terrified, to be honest. It was <laughs> that kind of power to it. Yeah, I saw them in Sheffield that same weekend, and yeah, with you know they were the same there. Absolutely incredible band. So um, yeah, the um, the album's uh, not out for a while. It's out on the 29th of January, so uh, you've got a few weeks to wait for this. But you can get this from thebody.bandcamp.com. The album is I've seen all I need to see. And we're going to play the song, A Lament. To climb these stairs again, bearing a tray, might be to find you pillowed with your books, your inventories, listing gowns and frocks, as if preparing for a holiday. Returning from the landing, I might find my presence watched through your kaleidoscope. A symmetry of husbands, each redesigned in lovely forms of foresight, prayer and hope. I climb these stairs a dozen times a day, and by the open window, wait for the infant wing guide. My hands become a tray, offering me my flesh, my soul, my skin. So, I stand and wait and cry for the absurd forgiveness 
we've uh, become a little bit guilty on this podcast of playing a lot of uh, the kind of psychedelic end of uh, heavier music these days, but when bands keep throwing uh, such quality items at us, such as this a band called Sivorous that we've uh, sort of picked up through Bandcamp, we can't resist. I mean, it's it's just so layered and and intricate and clever and fascinating that we just can't really put it down. So I, I yeah, I really got into this record, Pete. What did you reckon? Yeah, I loved it. I, you, know, I, you know, you see the artworks, and I thought straight away I kind of can guess where this is from. You know, this is, uh, you know, it's, it looks like a like the Demolic or or Carnage artwork, like a like a, a you know close up on a part of the, those you know these classic um, old school death metal albums, and 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 then listening to it, it, it was like this is right on my street for kind of death metal. It's, it's like you say, it's a bit mystical and it's murky, bubbling and gurgling death metal. You know, that absolute exactly how i'd like it just really horrible down-tuned filthy death metal really but like you say it's got that kind of weird uncanny element to it that we're kind of into i think we've, we've played so many bands like this recently but there seems to be a, a bit of a a trend for making death metal even more murky and yeah i'm fully behind that when it's done with such style like this know nothing about the band apart from the fact that from la i think they're quite new so I think this is their first record, and it's called The Expedition of Illness. I mean, they've put out what looks to be an absolutely incredible-looking uh, tape release as well. It looks kind of like a horror movie uh, poster from the looks of things. So yeah, in- into the whole aesthetic, into the whole uh, neon kind of look of this. So um, if you want to sort of hear more, we're going to play the song Pyogenes, but uh, if you want to hear more, you can go to siverusdeath.bandcamp.com.
Okay, so sometimes you're faced with um, an album title so ridiculous and artwork so disgusting that you're kind of like, is this for real? And we are kind of guilty of judging a book by its cover sometimes, both of us, I think. But um, yeah, this next band are called Miasmic Ooze. <laughs> the record's called Terrain of Inflamed Pustules, which is just brilliant on its own. I heard a track the other day called Saliva Bath, but I think this is more disgusting, to be honest. <laughs> Um, and we're actually going to play a song called Blade of Excrement, which the mind boggles, um, really. But having said that, this is not what you expect. Like, I don't think it's kind of dumbed down and simple as as the kind of, I don't know, humorous titles suggest, really, because this is brilliant. This is this is absolutely amazing stuff. Um, so how, how did you come across this band? I mean... I don't know. I, 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 I can't remember, but it was this week... You know, you see, I, I love the band name, Miasmic Ooze, you know, that's a brilliant band name. And then you've got like that carcassy, piss grave artwork. The, the the picture on Bandcamp shows have been like Napalm Death and Bolt Thrower t-shirts. So there's a kind of obviously kind of death grind combination coming up. And then this was the first song I played and I love it. I've played this all week. It's got this massive rumbling kind of bouncy line that hooks you in. You know, it's it's a bit like a undeath did last year with like lesions of a different kind it really drags you in and this is a weird cinematic breakaway like two-thirds of the way through it just feels really odd and uh, cosmic perfectly done i just i love it i love this song and when you've got kind of like death metal like this and obviously this got you know huge grind debt in there as well um if it's got that kind of strangeness to it that's kind of where we're drawn to and this this is definitely there yeah, I think we like to bring people the slightly strange. Um, I mean, this is pretty damn strange anyway, but it's it's literally not what I expect. When I pressed play, I was expecting some absolutely brutal, like gore grind or something terrible, like lowest common denominator of grind. But it's it's so much more than that. It's a lot more subtle, and they've hidden it behind this kind of like frat boy sort of humour. So that's, I think that's brilliant. It's it's obviously tongue in cheek. You can get the uh, record at myasmicus.bandcamp.com. And like I say, we're going to play the song Blade of Excrement.
the moment we're getting so many good submissions through to the podcast email which is editor at ninehertz.co.uk if you're interested, that it's really hard to pick out the gems. And I think this next band, uh, Flood Peak, just kind of really struck me as quite interesting. I think there's a little bit of 2000s kind of Canute and Keelhaul sort of vibe to this. It's It's got that kind of post-metal yeah. chug to it, but it's a very dark release. What did you make of this one? Same as you, actually, from the end of it. You know, we don't always agree. That I had a lot of kind of early Hide Your Head, not the prominent kind of post-metal releases but the kind of the lesser known but still kind of up there from 20 years ago um it's before it became overly formulaic it's really kind of abrasive mixing in doom and sludge not having that kind of light dark build up big kind of breakout type thing it's just it's really abrasive it's really aggro i was really kind of happy you kind of brought it to my attention it's just uh right up our street i think really really sort of uh, effective stuff so i think th- the song we're going to play um is called urnfield and it's got some pretty bleak lyrics as well so i feel like this is a very sort of personal album i think the that they sort of dress it up with some um sort of metal tropes but i feel like there's a, maybe some personal lyrics here as well which is always interesting and always kind of amazing to pe- see people kind of express themselves um through heavy music like this because i think sometimes you can get bogged down in the dungeons and dragons or the kind of let's see how gory we can be sort of uh, tropes uh, which is a bit lazy and a bit kind of boring really so i just like the whole aesthetic of this band just a three piece from portland oregon but yeah really really impressed by this so the album's called fixed ritual and it's out on 22nd we're going to play the opening track known field <laughs>
Okay, so uh, heaviness of a different kind, I think we're going to sort of head into now. So, a band called Sonic Demon, you found from Italy, Pete. This is like wizard all the way through, but I, I love it. It's got a hippie kind of vibe to it. It's got that kind of 70s vibe to it. I thought mm. this was brilliant. Yeah, I, you know, obviously kind of a big debt to Electric Wizard in their almost sleazy side of them. But then, you know, I got bits of early Monster Magnet, even bits of kind of Fu Manchu in there, like uh, in terms of like the propulsion. I, I could list, you know, I could reel off names like Windhand, Black Pyramid, great kind of stone of doom when those two words are interchangeable and not so kind of you know yes you know um, so disparate as they are nowadays so it is it's reminiscent of another era of when we when we got into this music and it's done brilliantly it really is you know we we, we comment so often on stone rock and how there's so many kind of bands just rolling through the tropes uh, without kind of you know without doing anything new or without even sounding um as good as it you know uh, sounding as good you know in copying anything this is of that quality of back in the day you know when it was exciting and the f- fuzz levels are high and everything's brilliant so yeah instantly joined to this and the album you know the, the whole album's great it looks like as well they haven't had a chance to, to go back but this is their third release uh, since November, so I need to go back and check the other two and obviously keep an eye on them. I mean, I, I listened to the whole record several times. It, it was just a lot of fun. And, yeah, I got a lot of, yeah, just, just positive vibes from it. I mean, it's, it's obviously got, like, dark undertones to it just from the nature of, of the music. But, like, yeah, I just got, like, um, it, it feels like they're gelling together as a complete unit and it just sounds so natural to me that yeah I thought this was a brilliant choice so we're going to play the song Black Smoke off this Uh, you can get it at sonicdemon.bandcamp.com and the album's called Vendetta
So it's always good to see a band return on the podcast. And here we have a band called Throth that we played back in May 2020, who just sort of confounded us at the time. And, and again, this this track is incredible. So they've got a new release that's out now. To me, it's, it's got a lot of um, industrial influence. It's got a lot of sludge and alt kind of rock influence as well. So the album's called Every Liar Knows He'll Die Alone. And we're playing a song called Twisting in Oblivion. But I, I'd urge people to listen to the whole thing because it, I got proper Yezu vibes off this and Godflesh and, and just Broderick in general from this one. But that's not necessarily the whole release. This is possibly just this yeah, song. Yeah, funnily enough, I hadn't thought of that until you, until you just said it, but actually it makes sense. I think what, what it points to is the fact that Throth pulled together influences, uh, it, you know, different influences than, uh, than is the norm, and they are kind of forging something quite unique. Um, loaded them before, we've played them before. I've, you know, I've kind of somebody kind of put me onto them a, a couple of years back. I can't remember who, you should credit them. but And they, they put these kind of mini-releases out every now and again and every time you just kind of the, the, you know you find they're excellent and you kind of feel like telling 10 other people hopefully more than that now with through the podcast because they are creating something like say unique and different pulling like you say yezu and shoegaze you know with clean vocals yet there's kind of like this heft of someone like thou there's a band called Sub Rosa. Um, there's a bit in this song really reminding me of them, the kind of that ethereal enlightenment of, the, of them. Nobody sounds like that. And with a bit of a, you know, if they get the right recognition, which they deserve, then I think there'll be, a, you know, people across the world, you know, they'll be, will find the same kind of love of this band as we do. Because, you know, this is brilliant. It really is brilliant. I'm wondering whether they're like, deliberately mysterious i don't really know if there's much information about them anywhere i mean i don't think we tagged them even last time um so i'm not sure they even know we played them before but yeah it's kind of music that needs to be elevated and i think that's kind of what we do here we try and sort of find people who are making incredible music probably just into a void for all i know they've got a million fans worldwide and, and we're just idiots and we we haven't found it you know the same way so yeah amazing amazing release and uh yeah like i say i think the the, their their work always works when listened to in tandem with the whole sort of release rather than just uh, patchwork I think but uh, so you make of this this is Twisting in Oblivion and you can get it at throth.bandcamp.com
So I thought I had to end the podcast with this particular band because it's just so epic and so wide-ranging. A band called Grimmer from Russia. To me, it's got like hints of uh, Sheffield's own Hidden Mothers. It's got that kind of black gaze, post-metal kind of sheen to it. And it, anything with um, owl samples, I'm, I'm going to play <laughs> anyway, to be honest, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, that that was my favourite bit as well, um, and, and the cover out. You know they've got these amazing oh, yeah. masks on the cover, it's like craggy um, kind of rock faces, aren't they? Yeah, and and the labels from Lapland. So there's a lot going for it Perfect. before we even Perfect. got some music. But I agree, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. It has it's got that upward inflection in the music, which is kind of gives this sense of light, despite it being black metal. You know, light off the off glistening slow because it's still got that kind of frost Britain second wave influenced uh, sound, even though it is of the kind of you know definitely of the atmospheric black metal realm. Yeah, I mean this is their fourth record, so um, it sounds very polished. I imagine their their first three maybe aren't as um, perfect sounding as this, and they seem a little bit mysterious as well. Um, which is amazing. I'm all for kind of bands being steeped in a little bit of mystery. And uh, yeah, I just thought this was a very atmospheric kind of piece. And uh, yeah, I can't really wait to hear the rest of it. So it's out on the 22nd and you can get this at natermaxproductions.bandcamp.com. The album's called Rotten Garden and we're going to play the song Cedar and Owls. See you next week. <laughs>